Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Katie Petrick, joined, as always, by David Fiorazzo. And this is just your weekly, daily reminder <laughs> that Freedom Project Academy, our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school, is now enrolling students for the fall. So get a little information about it. All you have to do is simply visit freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. And we're going to send you an information packet. You'll learn all about the school. And then you're going to just enroll your children because why wouldn't you? And when you do enroll, make sure you mention the show, Educated. That's us, Educated. So students in California are finally fighting back, finally fighting back, after being sick and tired of a large male student constantly going into the girls' locker room, exposing himself, and then claiming to be a girl. All right. Here we go again. Here we go. Yeah. Deja again. vu. Uh, what could go wrong? Um, so a transgender student, born male, uh, who allegedly showed his genitals in a Southern California high school girl's locker room, towered over a girl in a viral lunchtime fight caught on video last week. The fight took place during school lunch at Martin Luther King High School in Riverside, and the fight was between a female student and another student who was born male and identifies himself as a transgender female. It's Watch this quick video to set this up. Two students arguing at Martin Luther King High School. It's unclear who started the fight, but the tall student is said to be trans. There's pushing and shoving, and eventually another student jumps in and fists fly. Parents and students say the tall student identifies as trans, and that gave the student access to the locker room and bathrooms designated for females. Yeah, she is homeschooled. This parent didn't want to be identified, but says she's pulled her daughter out of school for her safety. The fights that are unacceptable, the things that she does encounter, other students have encountered, um, walking in the bathrooms, PE, um, just the acceptance is fine. Fine, she says, but claims the school is doing too much to accommodate a couple of trans students. She's complained, but got no satisfaction. Everything was on the hush-hush. Oh, they didn't want to talk to you? They didn't want to talk to us about it. Students say fights are an every week occurrence, but the last two fights involved this one trans student. Adding fuel to the fire, rumors of the trans student's behavior. And he's also in the girls' locker room using girls' restrooms. He spit on my friends that are girls, females. And uh, he, he shows his genitals in the, the locker room. And this is okay? Yeah. Did nothing, no reports from the school. All, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. We have Gosh. fights normally, as they were basically saying. Well, we, we have fights. It's just of late now this transgender student is being a part of it. I, yeah, I guess he realized he's he the could victim. beat up the girls. He could beat up the girls, so this is what he's doing. Well, I mean, I, if you listen at the end when that boy said, oh, he has been spitting on people and he him, is yeah. showing his genitals <clears throat> and he is like causing the fights. Who is the instigator here? The transgender. Well, the male, the guy is doing this okay. to the female students. <clears throat> Here's my problem again. The, and this is according to the story that the television station there locally reported that the transgender student has 
access to the girls' locker rooms and restrooms. What's your problem? We know what the problem is, delusion and more relativism on steroids. But who are you trying to make safe? The minority of transgender boys and girls or girls and the majority of girls and young women who are in that school that, um, that we're just going to see more of this. Last week, we were just talking to Katie. Um, last week, we did a story, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. A guy, just 18-year-old student, walks into the shower in the locker room naked, showering in front of four minors, four freshman girls. We did that story last week. This week now, now is a big trans guy beating up little girls. All right, they what do they feel, you know, emboldened because now they're protected? Well, you know, that's part of the problem, Katie Patrick. They are protected. Mm-hmm. They need their safe spaces. Oh, yeah. And the school boards are fighting to keep these transgenders safe. Yeah. We, as if you're a parent or if you're just an adult with a prefrontal cortex that is working, <laughs> you understand children can be manipulative. They know. They smell BS. They know how to get their way starting at very young ages, like two or three. This gentleman, who's not gentle at all, um, has shown a history of erratic and uncomfortable behavior, but he has found a way. He knows that the school is not going to do anything to him. So he knows how to be like, well, if I just say I'm a girl, I can do whatever I want. I can go into the girl's locker room. I can... Expose myself. I can start punching girls, and that's okay. He has figured it out because us, the adults, aren't standing up to this manipulative behavior of children. These are still, even if he is 18, he's still a student. He's still, they're all still children. And we need to be the adults in the room, and we need to say, no, you cannot go into the locker room. That's it. End of story. Katie Patrick, who's going to do the response from the school district? Would would you like me to take a stab? I think you should. Here's how the district responded. Quote, a video depicting an altercation involving students at Martin Luther King High School has been widely circulated on social media this week. This matter has had the full attention of the Riverside Unified School District Administration and is being addressed expeditiously. Since the incident occurred, district staff has been working to ensure the safety and rights of all students... All means all. And considered and promptly responded to, we are able to verify that the student involved will no longer be attending King High School. We encourage those who have taken interest in this story to respect the confidential nature of our specific decisions, discussions with those involved in the efforts we will continue to make, blah, 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 to ensure provide an appropriate learning environment, get out the shovel, an appropriate learning environment for each student as required by law. Katie? I love, I love it. There's, you could use a couple more blah, blah, blahs, because that's blah, all blah, I was blah, hearing was blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, I heard Charlie Brown's teacher. Well, that student may no longer attend, but you still have the damage that was done. Yes. And we do have a senior girl named Megan Simpkins who wanted to let everyone know, including the school board members, of how much damage has been done and how much ridiculousness this has caused. Go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and only ladies and gentlemen it is and shall always be. 
I am an 18-year-old high school student and wanted to take this time to bring to your attention the current issue with biological men claiming they are women and in turn truly believing that they are entitled to use women's spaces. There was an incident within our district that occurred recently regarding a transgender woman who really is a biological man having an altercation with a young woman at MLK High School. It was infuriating when I had seen the video on social media, but what was detrimental to this is the fact that this man is and has been using the women's restroom and locker room. Firstly, the question we must address is why are we affirming the mental confusion of this boy and putting the safety of women in jeopardy by allowing mentally confused men to use the women's spaces? Of course, any male who claims he is a woman will accept it, but what about the women? What about the true girls like myself who are female down to our DNA? Why don't we ever get a say in whether or not we are comfortable with this? The truth is we aren't. The majority of us aren't, and yet nothing has been done to protect the safety of these women. I will conclude with this. It all starts with you. You are in charge of the safety of us women and our and the parent and the kids of our parents. So, so please do something about it. Thank you. God bless you, young yes. woman. God bless you. Thank you for speaking the truth. And I'm I'm just wondering the audience reaction of the two Darth Vaders behind there. Were mm -hmm. they on our side or were they just not saying anything or or did they disagree? I don't know. But um, we need more students, more people that are concerned about this to speak out like this. But uh, it, it, I, I don't it, know if we'll see it or not, Katie. We oh, we won't. But the thing is, we do need the female. <clears throat> here's the thing. The females are the ones who have to speak out, but it's the females who are being silenced by the transgender, well, the actual males who are transgender females. See, that's the whole thing, is if you have actual biological men speak out on behalf of females, then it's this whole, like, patriarchy man-splaining thing. Oh, that's right. Right? But right. then if the Your females view. actually speak out, it's like, how dare you? Because it, the transgender females come in and just steal the spotlight. This is exactly what's been happening. Good on her. We need more women to actually speak out, though. And shouldn't, right. It shouldn't take a high school senior girl to have to do that's it, though. That's right. That's the sad truth. And still to come, Democrats in Colorado vote against a bill that would better protect minors from indecent exposure by adults because they fear it would hurt the feelings of the drag community. Stay with us. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. So I think since we're talking about indecent exposure of all the indecent exposure that has really exposed now uh, the true political agenda of at least one political party, which political party, David, I'll give you one guess, do you think is behind all of this indecent exposure? Who's in favor of all of it? Well, the liberal progressive radical Democrats oh, yes, that are yes. extremists and Marxists, you they're the ones that are in favor of this. Thank you. 100, 100%. Good job. Now, this next story that we're going to talk about says that 27 Colorado Democrats voted against, against making indecent exposure to minors a felony. What? They voted against that. Against? Which means that they're like, 
a-okay, adults, just expose yourself to minors everywhere. We won't make it a felony. It's just, it's not even a misdemeanor in their mind. Katie, if they voted against that, what are they for? Mm. Be free is what they're saying. Now, about a week ago, the Colorado House of Representatives voted on HB 23, I guess, hyphen, 1135. It was a bill introduced to increase the severity of indecent exposure in front of a minor to a class six felony. How could you? Oh, it should have been unanimous. Yeah. Everyone's I, I like, yep, it. don't expose yourself in front of a minor. That should be a class six felony. But no, 27 Democrats voted against the bill. And one of them said that she was concerned it would lead to a ban of drag shows. Ah, oh, there it because is. Because it's going to lead then to a ban of drag shows. Obviously, all of our children should have male genitalia and all that just exposed to them. We Why not? We can't ban Why? the drag shows. Okay, well, let's just see what State Representative Leslie Herod had to say about this. These types of laws have been used to ban drag shows, to target individuals who use the restroom of the sex that they identify with, a public restroom, to charge them with felony charges. I am very concerned about the attacks against the transgender community that are happening across the country. When I initially read this bill, it did not even come to mind, for me either, as an advocate. But as I've looked at the bills and as I've talked to my colleagues who are fighting these types of bills across the country, it's very clear to me that the language is very much mirrored in some of the laws that have been used to target members of our community because of who they are. Mm. Oh, end with a lie. Way to go. Because of who they are. Yes. Word choice. And Not I know because of who they identify mm, as. That's right. I know that words, English language, everything is racist and everything is sexist and everything is everything. Unless you redefine the words to the postmodern. But she needed to use her words a little bit better. Some of the things she said is that the types of laws that they're trying to put in have been used to target individuals who use the restroom of the sex that they identify with. Now, sex is biological. I thought it was like gender is an identity thing. Sex is different from gender, but depending on who you're asking Katie. and what they mean by it changes the definition. So I, I, was she right in using sex or should she have said gender? And I'm confused. Or is it, is it a biological thing? Is it not? Is it something that can change? Is it not? Katie, apparently you haven't I, learned anything. You have I violated have the DEI gods mm. and you're offending people by bringing up biology, science, yes. DNA. You cannot go there because that just shows you are not willing to protect these people and give them safe spaces. This is true. And, and when she said she's concerned about the attacks against the That's transgender right. community. What was that last story were you we just here? Did? Were you here for the last story? <laughs> yes. When a biological male, his sex being yeah, male, yeah, yeah. physically attacked, punched a female, is that? And towered just, over this I just, I young wonder. girl. These and, are the things yeah. I wonder. But oh, but they're being attacked. This is what's happening. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a tweet that was published by the Colorado House Republicans. The representatives showed that the bill had 37 voting for and the 27 voting 
against. So the bill eventually did pass with amendments. The fact that it had to eventually pass and wasn't just a straight yay, nay, which should have been all yay and zero nay (laughs) is astounding to me. But Colorado, what are you going to do? According to the bill titled penalty for indecent exposure in view of minors, the current law categorized the first offense of indecent exposure with a minor as a class one misdemeanor, but then the bill would alter it to that class six felony. So these Democrats are like, they literally are saying, oh, it should be just like a, no, sorry, that, oh, just a little slap on the wrist. It's probably what you like anyway. And so they wanted to take it to that class six felony. Now, just a little FYI, the deputy chief of staff for the Colorado House GOP, Roger D. Hudson, had tweeted out that in a previous reading of the bill, House Democrats actually filibustered for nearly three hours Ugh. against doing like making it a felony. It's it's not they're not even just being like, oh, no, we're going to vote against it. It's like, no, we have to like filibuster to make sure this doesn't happen. Like this is the hill they want to die on. Can't make it up, but this is what's happening. Well, anyway, we're going to move on because when we come back, a federal judge orders a school district in Pennsylvania to allow an after-school Satan club to recruit students on campus. Lord, please, please help us. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D educated support this show and a great american company well it's time for satan (laughs) yes that's basically what a federal judge said uh when he ordered a pennsylvania school district to allow the satanic temple to use school property for its clubs the aclu Uh, filed a lawsuit against Saucon Valley School District after it allegedly denied an application for the TST, as they go by, to host its after-school Satan Club, despite having accepted the request earlier. Now, a federal judge in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania named John Gallagher, issued a preliminary injunction requiring the district to allow the club while the lawsuit continues. This often happens as a lawsuit comes in, they have to put an injunction in. And so for now, the Satan Club, or after school Satan Club, I guess, uh, is allowed on school property. Uh, As John Gallagher, the judge said, when confronted with a challenge to free speech, the government's first instinct must be to forward expression rather than quash it. Uh, David, question. Yeah, yes. Our great-grandfathers. Yeah. I'm going to go back in time even farther. Our great, 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 however many generations to our founders um, <clears throat> of this country, they were the government and they were the ones who wrote that we should have free speech. Yes. I don't think they intended that schools would have after-school uh, Satan clubs. No. I don't think the intent was there. No, intent. Yes, founders' intent. Um, 92 to 94% of founding documents, writings, things that, you know, that were papers, letters that our founders were involved with that people can look up, 92 to 94% mention God or religious freedom or ideas that would affirm the biblical worldview. Mm, yes. Mm. So one would conclude from that 
that they probably would not approve of any kind of satanic activity. In this case, the after-school Satan club. Here's the rub. Mm. When they were debating the, the First Amendment, they, the word denomination was in there. And now it's, you know, you just cannot infringe on religious expression, and you know what it says. So I wish they would have kept, I think, Thomas Jefferson, the word denomination, because that literally said, okay, when you use the word denomination, then it's got to be a, we're talking Christianity, which most of them believed in. Not They were not all Christians, but most of them at least believed in the God of the Bible and the, the biblical worldview and the, and the moral law. So they built the government on that, on those laws. So it's interesting that now this is a religion. The international Wiccan faith, Wicca, the, the, Satan, the, the Satanic temple, Wicca, they have a 501c3. They're a nonprofit religious organization, according to the IRS, according to our own government. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't agree with them going in there, but they have every right according to their status because they are a religion. They are antichrist. They are against Christianity. They're demonic. That they're all things Satan. Hail Satan. They just had in Boston SatanCon 2023, the biggest uh, satanic meeting in Boston this past or a weekend ago. And here we are. They're trying to get this into schools. Um, yeah, it's free speech, but they've got a 501c3 as a religion. Look it up. The International Wiccan Faith, or I don't remember how it's worded, but it's Wicca, witchcraft, satanic you know, a group, and it's, they're a religion. They but, are a religion. But they like to say they don't actually hail Satan as oh. they, they think it's like metaphorically. They don't actually believe in a Satan, as I learned watching, as ah. they explained it at SatanCon 2023. Oh, okay. Yes, look it up. Yeah. Where they're but ripping they are a the, religion. They're, they're ripping yes. out the pages of the Bible. Anyway, and... here's, here's what they do have. Uh, they will meet at the Saucon Valley Middle School, as they were promised, and they seem like a great group, you know? <laughs> They are just educating with Satan. Educating. I mean, Satan. they. I. Why wouldn't you want to have your children anywhere near them? I mean, they. They. They're, they color coordinate and um, they have fun cartoons. Well, they have it's no this, competition. They've removed the schools since the '60s. Have removed God, the Bible, you know, Ten Commandments. They removed prayer from public school, so they don't have any competition. Go ahead. The, at this what this specific school district actually does. This is an exception. Most, though. I've never, I have not seen this at other public schools, but they have a good news club. It's a Christian club well, again, in the district. Again, that's, that's an after-hours Christian yeah, organization just, that is allowed to meet because it's tax, taxpayer dollars. You're True. allowed to meet and use the school facilities because you're taxpayers, so they have good news clubs, after-school clubs. Mm -hmm. True. Yep. So, this is true. Yes. Anyway, still to come. Some moms make school lunches the morning of, you know, for that day's school. Others make lunches the night before. And maybe the dads do it too, or the kids do it. But there's one mom who's making headlines for planning just a little bit further in advance. And social media, they're going a little bit bananas. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. 
Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Well, mum, M-U-M, causes a stir after admitting she prepares five weeks of school lunches at a time. I know you're out there going, what? No, come on. No way. She can't be that organized. But how do you do that? Kids need fresh food. So an organized mum has sparked a heated debate after revealing that she makes five weeks worth of school lunches in just five minutes. Now that, Katie, I... I don't know that she can do this in five minutes, but here's what happened. Elise explained she makes a giant batch of 27 sandwiches for her child to take to school, freeing up time in the morning. She pops the sandwiches in the freezer and lets them defrost overnight before popping them in the child's lunchbox. But her time-saving hack left hundreds of parents feeling a little <laughs> uneasy, worrying about maybe soggy bread, frozen fillings, or a funny taste. And uh, so it went viral. But um, I, apparently they do defrost well overnight. I haven't heard of this approach, but it, I could imagine that it is a time saver. Oh, it's a time saver, let me tell you. Just before we turn it back to Fun Zone, can we <laughs> just acknowledge that hundreds of parents are caring about a soggy lunch or not soggy lunch? How many parents are caring about if their kids... Radical mean, sex yeah, education there you or go. gender ideology? Transgender yeah. this and that, after yeah. we learned. But anyway, yeah. back to this. Good um, point. <laughs> 27 sandwiches for a kid to take school. What? Good job, Mom. Your kid knows that he's going to eat that day. That's a good thing. Anyone who gets their uh, sandwiches all wound up i don't know so anyone who gets their sandwich just soggy how about that uh needs to just calm down because you you can prep 27 sandwiches and as she said the kid likes it everything is fine the kid's getting nutrition back off now i personally always <laughs> had hot lunch shout out to liz my favorite school <clears throat> cafeteria worker uh who gave me double of the oh, main course nice. every day you were so, a favorite huh? i was a favorite uh it's a matter of, is a kid fed? Yes, then good. What about you? Did you have hot lunch or cold lunch? And, both. You know, both. Yes. Ooh, and, um, well, uh, up until seventh grade, I was at school, so I had, I had a hot lunch. So Ooh, yep. I didn't bring my own lunch. I didn't even have a lunch pail, I don't think, that I can remember. I was but jealous. once I hit kids. seventh grade, I literally walked to school because I lived a block and a half from the high school. Oh, nice. And the junior high school, so I could... Go, go home, home and eat lunch. whatever. Although that Jelly. didn't always work out because Jelly. then I, half the time was figuring out, okay, what am I going to make? So it would have been better to See? have something prepared for See me. See how so. much time you wasted? Yes, it would have been a time saver. Would have been a time saver. And but you, you know what I been... thought of? Lettuce. Lettuce would not be good thought out she, because that would be She soggy. has said she might have to pop lettuce in there after, but like okay. peanut butter and jelly. Well, not jelly. Jelly doesn't freeze well, but peanut butter's So great. what happens with jelly when you defrost it? It just... It's, I don't know. You let us know, but hey, frozen burritos would be another one you could do. Like frozen, like well, banana and peanut butter. Do it. Yeah. Well, let I us know. The bananas, though. They might get really. No, I've done it with burritos. It's good. With you a frozen tortilla. peanut butter banana? Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's like it's frozen banana with peanut butter and a tortilla. You wrap Ooh. it up. That's a nice little brekkie. Nice little brekkie. See? <laughs> British, you know. Yeah. All right. You let us know in the comments what you're thinking about with this. And hey, also, if you're a fan of the show, leave us a comment, like this episode, share this video. And hey, 
one more thing. Don't forget, check out Freedom Project Academy for this upcoming That's fall. That's right. Where you could have hot lunch at your home every day. <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about cold lunches. All you have to do to get information is to head over to freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.